if you never look at the map, you never know when you've fallen off course. So often in life, we get busy doing the daily work we've set up and never look to see if we're still heading in the right direction. Today, we're going to look at why we need a periodic map check to make sure we're being productive in the right areas. It's the end of June as I publish this, 2015, going into July, and we're going to increase our productivity by making sure that we're being productive in the right areas. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about success for failures. Failures like me, who grew up in a world that valued conformity over creativity. People like me, who have been made to feel like failures in the corporate structured world of education and the cubicle littered world of business. This podcast is a misfit's guide to discovering, pursuing, and achieving our infinite creative purpose. So welcome home. Let's change the world around us by changing the world within us. On a number of occasions, we've discussed in this podcast the importance of staying in the moment and focusing on what needs to be done right now, rather than constantly checking our progress or comparing ourselves to others. It's true. It's very, very important. But as with so many other apparently non-productive things like playtime or downtime, whatever, we make them a vital part of our progress when we are intentional about them. We increase our productivity when we're intentionally non-productive. When we are just non-productivity rules the roost and it it's determines what we get done, then we've lost control and we're definitely going to fall down. But when we say for the next hour I get non-productive time, I'm going to get up and play a game of ping pong or something. A lot of offices put, you know, game rooms or whatever in just to give people a place to go and have downtime, forget work, and then get back into it when it's intentional. If it's controlling you, not intentional. When it's intentional, you're controlling it. You may know some people who drive their cars like this. Their eyes are locked on about 10 to 20 feet in front of them. It's not the safest way to drive, but sometimes in life, that is the best way to get a lot of work done. Just focus on what's next. In fact, In really foggy conditions, having grown up in Southern California, I was used to this all the time, driving in the fog. It's very difficult, and all you're doing is you're watching for that next dashed line up ahead. You're going a lot slower, so you're not getting as much done. You're not going the distance you would normally go. But in those conditions, you do have to just focus on the next dash, the next dash, the next dash, and you make sure you're not going out of the lines, and you're getting through those foggy conditions. But... In the normal day-to-day life, that's not the best way to do things. Now, I'll give you a caveat on that. When we know that we've pulled over, we check the tire pressure, we check the map, we've put gas in the tank, we've stretched our legs, we've got rest, we know we're wide awake, we can just get focused because we know we've got 50 miles to go down the road. I've done that with my GPS on my phone. I get onto the interstate and I see, oh, I got next exit's 50 miles down. So I just turn the GPS off and just start driving. So it saves my battery and that. So you can do that or you forget it because you know you've got a way to go. Uh, and But then you have to know that you have this clock goes off in your head that says, hey, I better find out where I am now, making sure that, you know, exit 28's coming up or something. I'm at 32 right now. I got to figure this out. 
So you get the map back out or whatever, and you might have to pull over and reorient yourself and get back on track. But you can't just do this indefinitely. When you do that, you miss your exit sign or you missed a rest area, one of those rest areas that you needed in order to make it through the long drive you have up ahead. Because you, you, if you don't take that rest area, you got to take a potty break. You got to you got to wash your face. You got to get your eyes, you know, refreshed and stretch your legs and all that so you can push on. If you don't stop for that, you're going to be fatigued. You won't make it as far. You might even miss the sign that says last service station for the next 50 miles and you've only got a quarter tank of gas in your car. You've got to lift your head up and orient yourself to where you are on the route to where you want to be. That's why you have to intentionally pull over sometimes. Check those things like your tire pressure, your coolant levels. Check to make sure your windshield is clean. I'm continuing with the metaphor. I love metaphors, obviously, but you got to make sure that windshield's clean. You got to make sure that that seat's comfortable for you and make sure that there's nothing that's making a weird noise or something on the car. Do all those things, but be intentional about it. All right. Enough of the metaphor. As this episode releases, hopefully, I'm, I'm working on hitting the deadline here. It's the last day of June in 2015. We're heading into July, and we're even at the midpoint in the year. So you may want to make extra use of this place and time to look at how your annual goals are doing. We're going to look at your monthly goals. We're going to take the time at the end of June going into July to look at what we've done what needs to be done. First thing to do is to review your progress. One of the best ways to get more done is to have less to do. And I know that sounds kind of odd, but, and it kind of at the same time makes sense. Well, yeah, if I had less to do, I'd get more done. Well, you wouldn't really because you're not doing as much. But we actually accomplish more. We get this concentration of accomplishments when we cl- uh, declutter the desk. And that's really a good example is having a cluttered desk makes us anxious. We sit down at a cluttered desk and we, we it takes us a little while to just orient ourselves to what's going on in front of us. When we have an orderly, clean desk, we know exactly what needs to be done. We can stay focused. We can get more done. You don't have to spend that time just clearing out your mind to figure out what needs to happen. This is where you do what I could call a rear view review, if you will, where you take the time to look back over the last month. For us, and if you're listening to this as it's released, it's the month of June. Look back and find out what are those things that you didn't get done. Estimate what you can do this next month by using the last month as your standard. And eventually, you'll be able to use several last months as your standards. You'll be able to evaluate what you were honestly able to get done. And that will help you understand how much real time you have in a month. And it really helps when you're doing your monthly goal setting. Uh, Maybe there's some things from last month that you didn't do that have been on there for a few months. And truthfully, they're really not that important. They're kind of want-to-dos, they're like-to-dos, but they're not gotta-dos. There's something that you could push off maybe to a hopefully someday list where you can take that completely off of the map. If you're driving, oh, metaphor time again, sorry. But if you're driving down the road, there may be places you'd like to stop along the way as you're traveling. Uh, I'll give you my example. I relocated from Washington State to South Florida several years ago. 
And we had this great time. We were driving 3,000 miles across the country. It was one of my favorite memories as a family. In fact, it's a driving factor in my desire to someday buy a motor coach and head out across the country again with my wife. I would love to do that because it was just such fun. It was so enjoyable just to see everything and just take your time and drive. You're not in a rush. Got to fly here and catch this flight and go there and get all this done. It was just driving and enjoying things up ahead. But there were things on our list that we we knew we had to get to South Florida because it was a job relocation. But there were some things like Mount, not Mount, yeah, Mount Rushmore, as we were driving past, there were some things we thought would be nice to do, but they weren't required. Well, I needed to, at some point, realize that those need to be taken off the list. Tell you when I realized that, and this is another lesson for us out of this metaphor, when I mapped out our trip, from Spokane, Washington to Jupiter, Florida, almost exactly 3,000 miles. I planned for that first day. I was like, okay, let's see. If I'm going an average of 60 miles an hour, I'm driving a trailer with a, you know, a, a truck with a big trailer, so maybe 50, 60 miles an hour, uh, and I'm, I'm going to be driving. Let's see. If I started at 6, 7 in the morning, I could drive till about 9 or 10. Anyway, I did all the math, and I figured... I could do 900 miles. Now, if you've done any long-distance driving, you're like, whoa, that's a long day. Well, I didn't know that. I'd never done this before. So I booked our hotel room for where I thought we'd be after 900 miles of driving that day. Well, a couple of things came into play here. I didn't leave at 5 or 6 in the morning. I, there were some delays, as you can imagine, with moving up, a, moving a family across the country. And so I got off a little bit of a slow start. Then we had to stop for lunch and figure out where we were, and one person had to go to the bathroom and another person then, okay, we're ready to go. No, one more time to the bathroom, and then getting our food and sitting down and eating, stretching our legs, get some gas, making all those things. Those are little time differences that we didn't anticipate. I didn't anticipate. So they add an extra half hour, 45 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, here, there. Um, and so we got going. By the end of those those 900 miles, it was about 1, one thirty in the morning. I was blurry-eyed. I could barely keep my eyes open. It was really not the best situation. We finally pulled into that hotel parking lot. Man, what a long day. My estimation of what I could do in that day was clearly very different from what I actually was going to be able to get done. So here's what happened. I hadn't booked the next night's room. I was going to do that day by day. I just booked the first night, 900 miles in. The next day, I planned on going about 750. I started getting a little more realistic. Still, that was a very long day. You've got just different things that are going on. My daughter was 17 at the time. Uh, She was driving her car along with us and staying with us. Her car started acting funny, so I had to stop, look at that, all these things. All these things come into play that you don't expect After 750 miles, it was a very long day again. By the fifth and the final day, I was planning on doing about 500 miles. And that's about almost half of what I thought I would do on my first day. So you can see as you go along, you start to look back and think, okay, this is not realistic. There are things that pop up. That's what I'm encouraging you to do with your monthly review. Look back. Look to see how you're feeling at the end of this month. Are you overwhelmed? Did you think you could do more than you were able to do? Maybe you need to adjust what you believe you're capable of next month. And that's really where you get into your forward review, which is kind of 
an oxymoron, I guess, forward review. I don't know. But um, you're, you're going to do a forward view and keep it in mind that you didn't get some things done last month. Evaluate what you need to get done this next month. Now, maybe you found this last month, you know, it was kind of a relaxing month. Maybe you needed that, but it wasn't creating the optimum productivity schedule. So maybe you can push things up a little bit more. Maybe you can do more. But in most cases, we really do overestimate what we're capable of doing. Anybody who's listening to the Mental Mastery Moment, you're trying to do some amazing things in your life. Now, if I was talking to an audience who was watching uh, daytime soap opera, I I shouldn't say that. That's judgmental. Uh, Somebody who's just not ambitious, not trying to do something. I know a lot of people watch them and they're ambitious. Sorry, I take that back. But uh, just something that's just a time killer you know just the brain dead okay keeping up with the kardashians and if that bothers you good <laughs> i think anybody who has time to keep up with the kardashians uh, you're you're really not probably focused on doing the most you can with your life and i know that's judgmental and so be it so there you go uh, I, I guess anybody who's doing that you you maybe you do need to evaluate can you do more next month? Can you not watch that? Or maybe you cannot watch the real housewives of some name, some town, uh, you, you, because you can do more, you can accomplish more. You can take this beautiful life you've been given and create even more wonderful things for people. But for most people, if you're listening to this show, you overestimated what you could do. So I want to encourage you to look at the items that can be delayed or even eliminated. It's not about procrastination. It's not about planning your schedule so that you can have more downtime. You can relax more and do less and go have beers and all that and have a good time with your friends. It's about making sure you have intentional downtime and not overestimating what you can do. Are there any new projects that are coming up this month that need to be finished this month? Are those going to supersede some Items that are still left over from last month. How will those compete with each other for priorities? Will those new items be more important in the grand scheme of things? And if so, what do you got to do about those old items? They can't, it's, it, you can't just, I mean, time is, is we're time bound. You can't just have this infinite amount of time. It's the one thing. You can make more money. You can't make more time. So you've got to realistically look back at what you didn't do and then realistically look forward at what needs to be done. Maybe something can be delegated to someone. That's one of the ways you can increase time is by hiring somebody or having family members help you out with things. You can then start to multiply your time. You hire one of your teenage children to do some editing for you on a blog post or maybe on a podcast or something like that. Now you're increasing your time. Maybe your time's worth 50 bucks an hour and you can hire an assistant for $15 an hour to do a lot of things for you. Now you're making some progress. So look at those things. What items can be delegated? As you look forward to the next month, take time also to look at a weekly breakdown because you may look at next month, July, and you may feel that, man, July's looking great, but then you realize... 90% of the things you have on your to-do list have a deadline at the end of the second week in July. And so really you've got two weeks to get a month worth month worth of stuff done and your second two weeks will be great though. They won't be crowded, but you're looking at it like in July, I got to get this done, but actually by July 15th, I got to get most of it done. So look at those things. 
by doing a weekly breakdown. Take time to do this. I'm telling you, take time. Maybe you can't do it today. Maybe you can't do it tomorrow, but you need to do it soon, like in the next few days. It's the beginning of July. Here's another thing to look at. Mandatory appointments. Keep in mind, even though your to-do list looks manageable, you're looking at it based on a standard availability schedule. You may have family or friends visiting from out of town. Possibly you got some travel coming up that's a requirement for you. That'll take up a few days of your time. Let me tell you, in June, I had Father's Day. My birthday was the 22nd, and my wedding anniversary was the 24th. It happens every year, but I don't anticipate it every year. So in that one-week period of time, I really had so much downtime, so much more than I'd normally have. And that's why this podcast episode, which should have gone up Tuesday morning, is really going up, hopefully, I'm working on getting it done, by Tuesday evening. I'm still going to make my Tuesday deadline, which was my goal. Is That's my goal, my one big thing I'm going to do every episode, five a week, and I'm going to get them done. But it should have gone out. Really, I should have had it uploaded yesterday, Monday night, and scheduled to post and be public on Tuesday morning. So now it's catch-up time for me. That's bad planning for me. This is where that doing those those reviews will help you out a lot, help me out as well. This is one of the ones I missed. And you might miss some things. Even though you do reviews, you might miss something. That's why I'm telling you, make sure you're looking for those appointments that are going to pull some of your time away. You may be looking at things going, oh, yeah, I can get all that done, but maybe you got less time now. Your workload didn't change. My workload didn't change this month or last month, but my capacity did. Make sure you're investing the time in this process. Realize that it will feel like you're wasting time, but it's not. And I'll go back to another metaphor for you. I'm sorry. Hopefully you appreciate him. It's the guy sharpening his axe before he goes out to cut down a tree. It seems like wasted time sitting there on the porch with that stone and sharpening that axe up when he could be out there just whacking at that tree. But when he actually takes the time to sharpen that axe, that tree comes down a lot faster. And that's what you've got to do here. You need to take the time to sharpen your axe. Take the time to look at what you didn't get done, what you need to get done, time constraints that are going to be in play, all those things. And you will actually get more done because you will leave your month decluttered, just like your desk should be, uncluttered so that you can focus on exactly what needs to be done. You don't have to spend any time trying to figure out where do I go now. Take the time to do a monthly review. I hope you had a great June. I hope you're looking forward to an amazing July. At the end of July, hey, this is a big thing. Actually, I'd love for this to happen. I'm going to be heading to Fort Worth, Texas for podcast movement. And I'm even going to be doing a quick 10-minute presentation on Friday. It's called PMX, like a TEDx presentation. So I'm excited to be doing that. I've got all my years of radio experience, and I really want to help podcasters do a better job of podcasting. A lot of great shows out there, but I, I want to help people out. So if you're going to podcast movement, would you please reach out to me? I'd love to have coffee or lunch or dinner, maybe a drink or something with you, and just say hello, pick your brain, find out what you're doing, and just thank you, and just know, find out what you think I could do better, and what you like, and I would, I would, there's, there's really nothing I would like more while I'm in Fort Worth for Podcast Movement than to meet somebody who's listening to this show, so please do me a favor, You'd, it'd be a beautiful gift for me, for you to reach out and send me an email, desmond at pdesmondadams.com. 
let me know you're going to Podcast Movement. I'd love to meet you. Maybe you live in Fort Worth, Texas. You're not going to Podcast Movement, but you're saying, hey, let's meet for lunch. I would absolutely, I would just, I'd be floored if we could do that. So reach out to me, Desmond at pdesmondadams.com. Thanks so much. Have a great month ahead, and may your reach always, always extend beyond your grasp. (laughs) 